Welcome back to another episode of Comedy's Dead. I'm Sandra. I'm your host. You know the drill. This is a comedy podcast. So I'm going to sit here and I'm going to rant into this microphone, staring into this ring light until my retinas burn. Okay? Because that... That's what it means to be a human on this planet. That's it. That's the best you can hope for, folks. That's how it all ends for everybody. I mean, whether it's going to be a huge meteor or, I don't know, a nuclear blast or whatever. And maybe, you know, if if it's not that, then, you know, we're all going to die staring at iPhones and ring lights, you know, till the last, like, that. that's what we're doing, folks. Anyways... Um, well, let's get right into it, okay? Because Senator McCarthy, the Speaker of the House, Kevin McCarthy, was ousted uh, today from being Speaker of the House. I guess it's a historic moment. It's never happened before, according to the legacy media. And what's crazy about this, and I really don't want to get into the strategy and the theatrics of politics, But the thing that is crazy, that makes this so interesting, is the fact that it took ousting a Speaker of the House, which technically is a historic moment in our country, to get any type of media attention on what has been happening in Congress. Not just in the House, but also in the Senate. Because for the past, it's probably close to now three or four months They have been fighting to the nails over a spending bill, okay? And they just averted one a few days ago. So we're good for another 45 days. And then they're going to have to re, you know, talk about everything. And the way that they, they got this, I don't know, temporary bill passed to keep the federal government running is they passed everything except for the funding for Ukraine, I guess, and I, and I read somewhere, too, that they did fund part of, I don't know, there was still funding from Ukraine. So I don't really know what's going on. I just think it's odd that this has been going on for months and we're just now hearing about it. So, I mean, guys, what the hell is going on? Like, I'm sorry. I mean, this stuff, I, I, I listen, I'm not an economist. I'm not... You know, I, I'm not a deep state specialist, if that's what you want to call it. And, I, and I've addressed this before on the podcast, okay? It's not that I'm, I'm not saying there's not a deep state. It's just I don't, I like to refer to it as a ecosystem of symbiotic relationships between, you know, different corporations and other sectors of the economy. So you have big tech and you have, you know, you have the commodities you know, the silver and lithium and cobalt and, you know, all the stuff. And that also feeds into, you know, the automobile and manufacturing and aerospace. You get it. You know, that, that's how it works, okay? So all these different systems of our society depend on one another. So if something within one of those chains breaks or they can't get supplies or whatever – you know, it's not good, okay? So that's what the deep state is. And I'm not supporting the deep state. I'm not. And I'm not saying that I trust them. And I'm also not saying that I don't trust them. I don't think you can really, you know, it changes daily what they're up to, honestly. So that's where I am on that whole subject. But I do want to talk about Ukraine because we are taking it up the ass with this, okay, folks? I'm sorry. Let's cut the shit, okay? All the stuff that they bring to the table, whether it be through the media, which, of course, we know who they're owned by, you know, State Street, Vanguard, BlackRock. And I'm not saying that's bad. I mean, they got to, you know, take care of the shareholders, which are the boomers and all the people that invest into all these different corporations, or at least they hire these investment firms to invest their money and their pensions into these companies, so if these companies fail, the shit would hit the fan because people would be starving. And, you know, honestly, I don't really care about the boomers, if you ask me, but hey, I'm just saying some of them are, 
they can cause a ruckus. So you want to make sure that they're happy. But that's, that's just where it's at. So, of course, when it comes to Ukraine and anything negative, or not even negative as far as, like, reflecting on Russia or Ukraine, but just the fact that Ukraine is getting their ass kicked and we're not talking about it, like, at all. Like, you don't hear anything about the casualties or how the war is progressing. And that's because the media, CNN, MSNBC, Fox, they're not allowed to talk about it, okay? Because they don't want the public to not support this war because all the money, all the, the boomers' retirements, the pension funds, all, all the shareholders, which is not even just the elite top one percenters. I mean, it's, you know, your middle class and upper middle class as well. They're all invested in this war with the lithium and all the rare earth minerals, okay? This is the new forever war, okay? We lost Afghanistan, and that's where all the other lithium and trillion dollars of rare earth minerals that we need, not only for aerospace and, you know, all this tech shit that we, you know, stare out and hang out in our basements with, you know? What that's, what, that's what it's all about, folks, okay? So we need these minerals, and we lost to Afghanistan, and I, I, don't, I don't know, I have no clue how we lost to a bunch of camel cavaliers, okay? But we did, so whatever. So now we're funding and supporting Ukraine for their lithium or whatever. The only thing is, it's not going so well. And now a few people in Congress are saying, hey, this is turning into another forever war, and we don't want to invest all this money blindly and just give them a blank check if we're just going to lose. Because Russia is huge. Russia's not going anywhere. And guess what? Russia is not giving up Crimea. And it would almost be wrong and just plain ignorant for anyone in America or even Europe to think or expect Russia to give up Crimea because they have been using that naval and airspace for decades now. I mean, yes, they paid to use it, you know, and then they invaded and, you know, you can't really do that and it causes problems, but still it is a strategic, important land space for Russia. So that's what's going on, folks. And, but, I, and then you saw, okay, so you, I'm sure you heard or saw the, the big fiasco and I'm going to get to some of this footage because guys, the Ukraine-Russia war, this is the most photographed, filmed war of all time. You just, just get on YouTube and Google some of this stuff. It's crazy. and But yet you can't criticize the war. If you criticize anything to do with Ukraine or war, or just war in general, they will not only demonetize you if you're monetized, but they will... Uh, place your your post lower in the feed. I mean, you still get freedom of speech in this country, but you don't get freedom of visibility, which kind of defeats the purpose, you know? Anyways, so we saw what happened with the whole Elon Musk Ukraine fiasco because of Starlink, right? Everyone knows Starlink. It's the satellite, I don't know, internet provider, cell service. So, um... Starlink was allowing um, Ukraine to use the service for free to keep in touch with loved ones and soldiers. And you, you get the, the gist, okay? They were using it for free. Um, and I guess if they wanted to use it for drone attacks, they could. Um, but I'm sure that there's even better satellite uh, services for, you know, armed services, you would think. But anyway, somewhere, for some odd reason, somebody in the Ukraine military called Elon Musk, an American citizen, and asked him if he could turn Starlink on so they could attack a Russian vessel in Crimea or something. And Elon said, no, I don't even think I have the authorization to give that to you. So... Whatever. I mean, it should have been the end of the story. But no, Elizabeth Warren and other people in Congress decided that they needed to open an investigation. And it's like, why are you even on the Armed Service Committee, Pocahontas? Seriously. Because clearly, 
you, you don't even understand how this country works. First off, you don't think the army, the military here in America didn't know that Ukraine called Elon Musk and asked him to turn on Starlink so they could drop a bomb on a Russian naval base or ship somewhere off of Crimea? I'm pretty sure they did, okay? And second off, what and and you you don't even not you're not even paying attention because not only is it totally irrelevant now because now the US army is paying for Starlink in Ukraine at the price tag of 20 million dollars a month so they can use it for whatever they want and they are they're using it for whatever they want i mean they're even now check this out this is Oh, this is according to CNN and Ukrainian military officials. They are, this is crazy. They are bombing, well, not bombing, they're doing the drone attacks, these commercially available drones, and they use these homemade shells. They're like bombs that they attach to these um, drones, and they're bombing, or they're attacking, I guess, um, Sedan military militia groups. And I don't know. I didn't look into it. I don't know how America views what's going on in Sudan as far as, like, do we have allies or not? But there is a civil war going on between two parties, and both of them have been heavily involved in the Sudan government. And one was succeeded to the other one years ago and now they're fighting and it's primarily over who controls the gold um so russia is funding the war in ukraine by gold so wagner is now in sedan and they're they have partnered with one of the militia groups fighting the civil war and sedan so now ukraine is there and they are blowing these, these drone attacks are, I've never seen anything like it. I mean, these things travel like 65, 70 miles per hour, and they will just, I don't know, like dive bomb you and blow your truck up. And they're doing this in Sudan. So, yeah, they, they have plenty of use of Starlink. They get to do whatever they want because it's Ukraine and no one says anything. And so, yeah, when people talk about, do you trust the deep state? Yeah, I do, guys. I mean, it's almost Christmas. So now we have all these refugees fleeing Africa that you're seeing in New York, and they're going to work at warehouses like Amazon. And, you know, it, it's all cool. You know, Ukraine is blowing up Sudan. That sends the refugees and messes up Putin's money. And then they get to work at Amazon, and Christmas is cheaper for us. Okay? That's what's going on. So, yes, I trust the deep state. I, I think they know what they're doing, folks. But what, what blows my mind is the fact that Elizabeth Warren, uh, instead of, she just asked a wrong question. I mean, she was more concerned about Elon Musk not turning on Starlink than she was about Ukraine a country that we're giving billions to to fight a war for lithium. She was more concerned about an American citizen saying, no, I can't turn that service on for you, instead of being concerned as to why Ukraine was calling an American citizen and asking permission to blow up a Russian vessel in the Crimean Sea port or whatever, and that, that American citizen just happened to be a manufacturer of electric vehicles that needs lithium. I mean, why are they bringing Elon Musk into their little lithium spat, right? I mean, especially, especially if you look at, guys, this is so, okay. So I don't know. I'm, I'm going to have to put my glasses on for this. And I'll have to... First off, you can just look at a map. I mean, they Russia has pretty much came in and taken over the areas that they want to control. Crimea, uh, Luznik or whatever, Donetsk, 
you know, all these Russian names or Ukrainian names. I, I'm not going to try to pronounce them. Okay, guys. Um, but that, I mean, they, they've gotten Eastern Ukraine, which is what they wanted. And this is where all the permits for Burisma, this fake company, that's where all the Burisma stuff was. I mean, it was all shell companies. You know that, right? It wasn't a real company. It was just illegally obtained licenses for mining. That's what it was, folks. So anyways, it looks like they 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 got their their land back from crackhead Hunter Biden. Um, and that that's just, I'm just speculating on that. Other than the fact that I do know Burisma was a fake company and it was illegally obtained licenses for mining. That's I do know that. That is 1000% true. Now, whether or not Hunter helped facilitate the war, that I, I can't contest to. But no, I mean, and then, okay, so Zelensky, this is why, I mean, guys, like, I'm, not, I'm, I'm not trying to get political, and I'm definitely not supporting anybody on the far right because I'm a liberal, and I'm also kind of anti-war, especially if we're going to be fighting over lithium. And I'm going to show you some more videos in a second, and you're probably going to rethink maybe the support that we're giving to Ukraine because it's, it's not gonna, it's not gonna be good for anybody, okay? Um, and we're still probably twenty or thirty years away from even mining the damn lithium, okay? So what are we doing, folks? But wasting our time and money. So okay, so Zelensky did an interview with the Economist, and this was like two weeks ago, okay? Um, I'll post the article somewhere in the things. So you guys can go read it if you want, but. Somewhere they start talking about, you know, because they're, Ukraine's kind of starting to get worried because, see, here in America, people are starting to question the war in Ukraine and the support and the just blank check. So um, Zelensky responded that curtailing aid to Ukraine would only prolong the war, Mr. Zelensky argues. And it would create risk for the West in its own backyard. There is no way of predicting how the millions of Ukrainian refugees and European countries would react to their country being abandoned. Ukrainians have generally behaved well and are very grateful to those who sheltered them. They will not forget the generosity, but it would not be a good story for Europe if it were to drive these people into a corner. Hmm. Well, I don't live in Europe, so I really don't care. But, I mean, they already get special refugee status. They can migrate, immigrate to any country in Europe and be fine. Um, now, Syrians, on the other hand, Syrians can just die. So, that it doesn't, I don't know what's going on, but do you take that as a threat? I don't know. I, I don't think, listen, and, and, and in Ukraine's defense, I mean, we are funding this war. We have helped them. We have, in a way, put them up to it. So, yeah, if we were to pull out and not help them, they're going to be screwed. But, I mean, you got to look at what's going on in America. I mean, the Fed is, what, still raising interest rates, which means that they're trying to stop the possibility of a recession. And look, if America goes into a recession and people start losing their jobs, there's no way in hell that there's going to be any funding going on to Ukraine. That just won't happen or people will be rioting in the streets here. So I just don't think our government is being very honest with us right now. And OK, so you guys got to check these videos out. I mean, they're kind of. Well, one, I like this one. We'll pull this one up first. OK. So here's one of these drones, and they have visibility of up to nine miles, I think. And the, you can buy these on the internet. Now, if you want to attach a bomb, you have to home make your bombs like Ukraine is doing. They're these shells, and I guess America is really bad at making them. Russia is supposedly really good, and Ukraine makes them, you know, do-it-yourself, DIY uh explosive devices but anyways okay so this is this is on you can get it on youtube so it's this drone and he drops one of these shells on a russian soldier just you know hiding in a trench so and the russian soldier uh grabs it and throws it like off of him before it blows up 
And then I think they drop another one. And he throws that one, and then he gets up and runs away. But you can, these are so clear. And the footage it can be, I guess, seen from nine miles away. So, I mean, you may not even see the drone, and it just drops one of these shells on you. So this is what they're doing. This, I mean, the, this idea of a Ukrainian offense, they're not really, that's not what's happening. I mean, they're not even really trying to take back any of the land they lost. They're just going in with these drones and dropping these homemade shells. So it's, that's going to end up being a forever war. Get it, guys? This is going to be going on forever, okay? It is just a bunch of teenagers that have enlisted they're all teenagers, and they're all getting killed. The numbers, I think they're, they're already over a half a million, okay? So, I mean, at some point, Ukraine will run out of manpower. I mean, I don't think Russia is going to just leave. I mean, I don't see – we're being lied to, okay? So I, I don't know what's going on. But I'm starting to get concerned because we're spending billions of dollars for this. And then we're also paying their all of their uh, uh, politician salaries as well, because you know they they can't work during war. It's a mess. So here's another one. This one, okay. I, I just can't believe this is what they're doing. So this is a some type of promotional propaganda video for Ukraine. It's really disturbing, actually. So you have this. Um, war footage from the drones, several drones, and it is of uh, these soldiers in a trench, and you have this, here, let me get to, I want to get past the, why is it not, come on, okay, so you, first you have the Ukrainian soldier making the video, and of course, I'd, I can't really speak Ukrainian, but um, he's just explaining how they make these homemade shells, okay? and how they attach them to the drones. So now, they're sh and it's like a video game almost. So you have these two Ukrainian soldiers, and you know they're Ukrainian because they have the flags, and they're trying to sneak up on this Russian soldier that is hiding in this tunneled out um, foxhole, I guess, and they throw grenades in there, and the Russian soldiers or the Russian soldier throws a grenade out, and this goes on for 10 minutes. The Ukrainians toss a grenade in, he tosses it out, and you can see it. They're, video they're recording it with a drone, and then you can also see drones, you know, flying over. And, of course, there's other foxholes, and I think there's other Russian soldiers in these foxholes, and they're just throwing these homemade grenades at each other until finally the two Russians, like, you know, rush in and shoot him to death. And then they blow him up with a grenade. And honestly, some of these grenades aren't even, I don't even think they're, I mean, they could kill you, but they could also just blow off an arm or a leg. So I, I don't want to be paying billions of dollars for a bunch of disabled soldiers who are, are just going to turn around and migrate to the U.S. and seek, you know, refugee status like everyone else. So, I mean, that, that's what's been going on, guys. We go to these countries, we blow everything up, or we pay people to blow it up themselves, and then when shit doesn't work out, they all come over here. So, um, yeah, I don't know, guys. That's what's going on. But, no, you should check these videos out because we're getting ripped off if this is the best America can do. Uh, I don't know, guys. But I don't really want to talk about Ukraine. I just... I have questions, and I, I think it would be a lot better if our country were honest with us. And we know that's not going to happen. So anyways, anyways. But I do, uh, yeah, the whole, the whole immigration thing, that's a big problem. And hey, look, we got we to gotta figure out this spending thing because they just reported today that refugees in New York are now – going door to door asking, you know, the citizens for food and clothing and money, which is mind blowing because that's just going to give the homeless ideas. And, you know, the homeless is probably getting really pissed off at this point. You know, they're getting hotel rooms and plane tickets and bus tickets. And I, I would be pissed if I was homeless. I really would.
But and I am pissed. And I work at Amazon, which is about as close to homeless as you can get. It really is. And I, I listen, guys. You know this. I, I do stand up. I'm a comic. So I'm able to work at Amazon because it allows me to do this because I get to pick my schedule. And, you know, I've been there now five years and I can tell you it is majority immigrants. Not all, but the vast majority are people from other countries. And yeah, I, I don't know. I, I'm not I'm not against immigration. I, I just I just think people have a right to know that if you are so against immigration, then, you know, don't don't shop at Amazon. I don't know. I don't care. I don't mind it. I like diversity. I I am more pissed off at the fact what really pisses me off because I live in Indiana. OK, and it is a hellscape here. OK, besides the fact that our government can't even build damn roads properly. We also don't get weed. We don't even get medical weed, okay? And I, listen, I'm not the type of person that likes to sit around and complain about aches and pains. I don't, because I don't like it when other people do it, okay? But I have um, I have arthritis in my facet joints, my L4 and L5, and then I also have the degenerative disc disease in the L4 and L5. Okay, I'm what? I'm an elite. I'm an elite athlete. Okay, I I run marathons. I ra- I have three sports. I I'm really I'm making the top one percent of runners. Okay, and I also water skied and wakeboarded my whole life. So my back is screwed. Okay, so I am always in pain constantly that's why I'm constantly moving around right now because I my my bones are fusing all right and if I have weed I'm fine because I can forget about the pain that's what weed is for but I don't have time to go to Chicago for another three weeks and I really hurt my back at the gym and I, I, I just, I couldn't get a hold of anybody that had weed. And, you know, I don't like dealing with drug dealers. They're the worst people in the world. I mean, it's like, you're, that's your business. Get your shit together. You should be offering a service to my house, okay? That's why you're broke and that's why you're a loser. But whatever, it's really not their fault. I mean, how can they, you know? And also, I don't even trust the weed here anyways. I would just rather go to Chicago. But anyways... I know they have the Delta 8 and Delta 9 stuff that you hear people talking about. So I went into the store, one of the, the smoke shops, and this Pakistani, and I, I love the Pakistanis. Listen, they want your business. Oh, yes, they do. They, I mean, they will give you free samples. They want you to come back, and I respect that. You definitely don't get that type of customer service at the other hippie head shops where it's just white people because they're always three hours late. I mean, the hours of operation on the door will say 11 to 9. Meanwhile, it's 1.30, and they're still not there because they're high or something. I don't know what's going on. So anyways, I was... But at the store and the Pakistani, I asked him, do you have any, the Delta 8? And he's like, yeah, but you don't want Delta 8. You want Delta 9. And I'm like, you're already trying to upsell me? Jesus Christ, you just got here, okay? What's going on? And he, I was like, well, what's the difference? And he said that Delta 9 is stronger. And he's like, here, have a sample. And I wanted to go put it in my mouth. And he's like, oh, no, 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 just take half. And I'm thinking, because I've read about this stuff online, and it says that it can't get you high, that it does not get you high, okay? So I took half, and by the time I got home, I was blown out of my mind. I was high for three days, folks. Yes, and I was supposed to go to parent-teacher night conference at at my daughter's school. Oh, hell no. I, I missed that. Oh, my God. There, I, They would have called CPS on me. I mean, I... I was in La La Land. Not only that, I spent like three hours in my backyard running from one end of the fence to the other with my dog doing defensive drills like I was trying out for the NFL or something. And I don't even watch football. So I don't know what the hell I was doing. But that stuff, no, no, no. I should not have been in my backyard thinking I was catching passes from whatever that fucking Brady is. I don't know. I don't watch football, okay? But I was doing some weird defensive drills in my backyard for close to two hours. I mean, my back feels great now. 
But still, guys, weed, just normal weed is all we need. But I did. I looked that stuff up online to figure out what the hell was going on. And I guess what they're doing is, because it's hemp-derived from the sativa, I, which I don't know why they're using sativa for hemp. But I don't know. I, I, I'm not, I don't, I don't, I don't, I'm not a farmer, okay? I, you know, and I'm not a pothead. So I, I don't know all the lingo for growing weed. But um, what they're doing is they're spraying the hemp and I, I couldn't get a definitive answer if it was after it was harvested or dirt when it was still in the ground. But they're spraying it with synthetic weed. Synthetic, it's a chemical. And that's what they're selling. And our, that's, that's how much our, our state of Indiana really gives a shit about us. They would rather the kids eat chemical weed, fake weed, synthetic weed, then, you know, hit, you know, their parents' vape pen or something that they might have found. That's, that is the state of Indiana. And really, honestly, it's the state of the country. I mean, th- I'm so sick of it. I mean, listen, our kids are, ugh, don't even get me started. I mean, so I, I got the message on Apple today from Apple News saying that, you know, the alt-right hijacked Congress, all nine of them, and they ousted out another Republican, whatever. Anyways. I, and I read that, and I'm thinking, well, are they really alt-right, or is that just what people want us to believe? And look, I don't care. I'm impartial either way, because I live in Indiana, and I can't smoke weed, so I'm very disgruntled with everyone, okay? I'm sick of everyone's shit, so I'm very nonpartisan, okay? Um, but no, that just that just pissed me off, because... It, one, it's just stupid. The, the, the media lies. We know they lie. And you don't realize that until you get a little bit older. You have to be, you know, around for a little while. You have gone to, you have had to have gone through several, you know, cycles, you know, some war cycles and, you know, some internal fighting within the country and, you know, several presidencies and, you know, that you have to go through that. You have to go through all the impeachments and, you know, to realize, okay, this is what America's about. Okay. It's bullshit. Okay. Our votes really don't matter. I mean, they kind of do, but they really don't. Um, and it's not until you get older and you, you've lived through, you know, the waves and the different things that happen, that's all the same. And you don't have the life experience to realize that the media, the news that they give you, well, that's fake too, because, you know, the sentiment of the citizens in this country is very important. They don't want us to know that we're being lied to and that our state of affairs and our quality of life is all controlled by the Federal Reserve and corporations and, you know, because it's not good, but it's not bad. I mean, it can be good. It can be bad. It just depends on all these external forces that sometimes doesn't even really involve our country. So you see, it's best if some people don't know the truth. But see, now the problem is I grew up pre-social media. And now these kids, they're being bombarded from the time they got here with all these phones and apps and you know, whatever. So, and now we have influencers, which is fine. If you want to be an influencer for a pair of shoes, whatever, knock yourself out. I'm not a big fan of it. I think the government should do more to help parents because you know what? I'm sick of my kid asking for a pair of goddamn Jordans that are $175 that's made from some 12-year-old in China. So like, seriously, where is the relief and help? Did I just spit on my laptop? I did. Anyways, I, I don't have my Invisaligns in, okay? So it's, it's hard to talk without the Invisaligns in. But anyways, you get my, you get my, my dischantment and everything, okay? But when it comes to the kids, they just got here. And now they're being bombarded with not only stupid advertisements and promotional stuff for products that they don't need, which that's fine. That's for a different podcast. But now you have political influencers. You do. I mean, who's that Chris Mowry kid or whatever on Twitter? You see him running around talking about supporting Biden, which, listen, you just have to look at him and know he's full of shit. 
right? You know he's full of shit. Look at him. What is he, 20, 21 maybe, if that, a total baby face. And he's doing musical skits with one of his friends. Guys, he, he's a failed actor. Hold on. That's what he is. He's a failed actor, and he has an agency, and he is paid to promote and support Biden, which that's just wrong. I don't think there should be, you shouldn't, these, the Democrats or the Republicans, they shouldn't be allowed to go to a talent agency and pay people to support them at all. I'm sorry. I mean, no, if they want to go to a college and support the, the college Democrats or the college Republicans and, you know, so they can learn how to run a campaign that's one thing, but paying people and paying for their advertisements on social media? No, I'm sorry. I, that, that, that's just wrong because these kids, they don't even know what the hell they're talking about. And some of the issues that they're talking about doesn't affect them. Like you have this 21-year-old fucking rich kid on Twitter talking about how we're going to win the war in Ukraine. Meanwhile, there's 16 and 17-year-olds in Ukraine on both sides, Russia and Ukraine, and they're getting their goddamn legs blown off. And this guy is saying, yes, let's fund him more money, more money. This 17-year-old kid, 21-year-old kid who's a complete fucking idiot. And that's all going to come back to haunt him one day when, you know, all the disabled veterans from Russia come over and they don't have any legs or arms and you know they just want to take some shit job here in America because that's 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 their only option and then they're gonna have to look at all these old videos of this little failed actor who got paid to you know get all the young kids on board to you know go kill Russian and Ukrainians so way to go Biden way to go anyways that's that's the state of America so I I just it's it's a fucking problem Anyways, I wanted to talk about, listen, I know this podcast is a little late. Um, and I, like I said, I, I do a one pussy operation, so I'm very busy. And I hurt my back, okay? And I normally don't talk about, I'll probably do an episode about pain. Because if you're not familiar with it, it really sucks. And I'm very, very disgruntled because I can't go to Chicago for another three weeks to get weed. And I don't even smoke that much. I mean, I might hit a one hitter or a vape pen maybe one to three times a week. That's it. Like I don't, my shit lasts me forever, you know, unless I share with people, which I, I do that sometimes. But I mean, I do it so I can, you know, cook dinner clean up, load and unload the dishwasher, take care of my damn dog and get all that done and come in here and sit down and create content without being in pain. Because if you're in pain, you can't really create content. All you can do is scream and yell because things hurt. But anyways, it just, it helps. It's great because then you can stretch because my mornings start out stretching and my days end stretching. And sometimes if I don't have weed, I, I put the stretching off and then at some point, then it, you can't do that. Okay. The weed helps it. It warms your body up. It makes it easier to stretch. It's not as painful. So your brain isn't constantly thinking of ways to avoid the pain because that's what you do when you're in pain. You try to avoid that. Okay. So anyways, that's my pain rant. But before we go, we got to talk about Russell Brand. Yes, folks, Russell Brand that's that's where I, I was gonna I wanted to talk about that because when you want to talk about immigrants that really piss me off and immigrants taking American jobs Russell Brand is on the top of my list that limey bastard okay first off one it's not that I'm pro or anti against the the me too or the feminist movement and I can do a whole podcast on those okay but first off, guys, let's cut the shit. Russell Brand, uh, he's under the, the misfortune or misunderstanding that he's actually funny. And he's not. I mean, wh why are we talking about that? Russell Brand is not funny at all. Have you seen any of his stand-ups? 
No, I mean, all he does is he gets up there and he talks about his penis, which has to be small, okay? Anybody who is some self-proclaimed guru with a picture of Chai, what's his face? Riviera, whatever. You know, the guy from Cuba. You know, the motorcycle diaries guy, okay? I'm not the best with pronunciation unless I, if I don't have the word Che Rivera. There you go. Okay, so he has a, a... picture of Che Rivera and Gandhi in the back of his stand-ups and he's up there talking about how he's some guru, you know, who likes to get in touch with his third eye while some stupid slut gives him a blowjob, okay? That's not funny, okay? I'm sorry, Russell Brand, but if you didn't dress like a homeless drag queen, no one would even know who you are, okay? So why don't you go and get some more bracelets so you can get some more views, I don't know. I don't know what's going on with the guy. But listen, I'm just mad because he's taking my views. Okay? He goes and he entertains the, you know, the, the conspiracy pe- conspiracy people or whatever. So I'm, whatever. I don't have my Invisaligns in and they're moving my teeth around. Okay? Deal with it. But that's, that's who he goes. He gets the people that like the conspiracy theories. And, you know, he talks about the deep state. But he doesn't talk about any issues. He just uses big words and he, like, tries to make them rhyme or something. Because, you know, that's what they do in London. I don't know. But I'm sorry. That's my audience, okay? And he's stealing from me. It's like, go back to your own country, okay? Sorry. But uh, whatever, you can keep your rumble audience because, unfortunately, they don't like women. So you enjoy that audience. I don't know. And it's really, guys, it's not even that great of an audience, okay? I'm sorry. If you seriously believe the earth is flat, you definitely receive disability benefits from the state. You really do, folks. Let's cut the shit. Some of the people on rumble... They're just on disability and they don't have anything to do all day. So, Russell Brand, I guess you get to take the loser audience. Whatever. I don't care. Um, I, I just I just can't believe he banged a 16-year-old. And I know it's not illegal in uh, the UK, but still, like, come on. If you're 30 and you're banging a 16-year-old, that's a problem. But also, we need to tell the girls that... If you're 16 and some famous person is banging you or wanting to bang you, they're just using you. They just want to have sex with you. That's it. That's it. And I'm sorry. Like, I'm, there's no way, Russell Brand. Listen, ladies, we need to talk about this real quick. I don't care how old you are. I don't care who's trying to bang you or who you think is cool or whatever. But here's the thing. When it comes to dating a guy or hooking up with a guy or whatever the the romantic courting mating process is, okay? I mean, it's something that kind of takes time, but not really. I mean, if you meet a guy and you don't instantly within the first few hours, and you may not know it in the first few hours. It may, you know, it may not be till the next day or, you know, maybe several hours later into the night. But if you are not trying to rip that dick out of the pants and shove it in your pussy, and listen, it has to be in the pussy, not in the mouth. Nobody wants to be given a blowjob, okay? You want the dick in the pussy, okay? If that's not occurring, if you're not that into a guy that you're trying to rip his dick out of his pants, then you don't need to be fucking him. End of story. That is it, folks. We don't talk about that. I don't know why. But listen, we, I don't know what's going on in America, but nobody's fucking. And I, I want to talk about something because I, like I said, I work at Amazon, okay? And we get a lot of refugees. So we have a bunch of refugees from Afghanistan. And you know when you, you know when you're working next to a refugee from Afghanistan, you just do. Not all, but a good portion. I mean, they're just they're just a hot mess. I mean, I there was this guy working the other day, and he still had like the rag on his head. His clothes were dirty. I mean, his jeans they weren't they didn't even fit properly. They were like up around his ankles, and he smelled like shit. 
you know, I don't, that body, you know, because I don't use deodorant or soap. I don't know. You know the smell with the Middle Eastern. Not all of them, just some of them. But anyways, I was working next to him in the aisle and I, I could see him. And I mean, other than the fact that he smelled horrible, he was cute. I thought he was really, I'm like, wow, he's really attractive. And then like he walked away and within, I don't know, maybe 40, it wasn't even a full minute from the time he was out of my presence. My pussy was throbbing. I, I, could, I couldn't believe it. I mean, I was like, whoa, wait a second. It had to be because of the smell. Like, it wasn't just because he was cute. I mean, we see, I see cute people all the time, and my pussy doesn't start throbbing, okay? I have never experienced anything like this in my life, and it has to be because of the testosterone, Right. I mean, women like testosterone and we as Americans, we shower and we use deodorant and then all the guys always use that stupid Axe deodorant spray that I don't like. But anyways, I'm just saying we cover that up and we don't we don't get to and maybe it's a good thing. There would probably be we'd probably be in trouble if we just let our pheromones and our brain sensories, you know, dictate who we were banging i mean there probably wouldn't be a decreasing birth rate probably but anyways no i wanted to talk about that because this is actually the second time that has happened at work the first time was right after the afghan pullout we had an influx of they weren't afghanistan they were a bunch of pakistani special forces that were just there for a short time and i had to do this training session with one of them and I was standing next to him I mean he didn't smell or anything but that you could feel the testosterone and same thing my pussy started throbbing and I'm like what the hell is going on over in those countries I mean I listen and you know I listen I have never met a Muslim man that is not trying to start some shit honestly I haven't no okay so I was doing stand-up in Chicago um, I don't know, maybe like two years ago or something like that. And I, I, I like sweets. I like baklava. And there was this little corner shop that sold the best baklava. I forget the name of it, but I would go in and I would talk to the owner all the time when I was up there. And he was always trying to get me to go start some shit over at Whole Foods because they were putting in a, a new Whole Foods two blocks away from his shop and he was afraid that it was going to affect his business. And he was like, I'm like, well, do you want me to go like set it on fire, burn it down? What? Like, I'm into that. Like, I am a crazy bitch who, you know, likes to start shit too. So let's, let's start it because I, I have problems with Whole Foods. While I like it, it's way overpriced. And I know that everyone always talks about the hot bar and the cold bar and, you know, the stuff that they sell at their little deli. All that stuff is made with canola oil. It's the worst thing in the world, but yet they market it as organic and good for you, and it's not. It's horrible. So screw Whole Foods. That's I could do a whole episode on Whole Foods, too. And then when I went back to school to learn how to edit and do all this stuff that I still really don't know how to do because it was, you know, community college, but I was there was this um, guy named Muhammad. He was from Morocco, and he was in my class. And when we were talking about the uh, – what's it called? Our portfolio. Because technically the portfolio should have been done in the fall. But if you were lazy, you could have done it in the spring, like I was going to do. And he would always joke about when we were talking about portfolio due dates, he was like, oh, no, no, no. Sandra and I, we're doing it in the spring. Me and Sandra, we're doing ours in the spring. Because it was close. It wasn't that long after the Arab Spring. And I thought it was hilarious. But other people in my class found it, like, concerning and complained. But I thought it was hilarious because I'm always looking for a partner in crime. I really am. And I was like, dude, seriously, Muhammad, do you want to go to Burning Man this summer? Because I have a friend who is the best Molly. And, I mean, he looks like Jesus. He looks like the real Jesus. But, you know, we can – I mean, who doesn't want to say they are boofed by Jesus? Or whatever, I'll let you boof me. Like Jesus can boof you, boof you, and you can boof me, and I can say I got boofed by Muhammad, and you can say you got boofed by Jesus, and nobody cares. It's fine. It's Burning Man. Anyways, I love Burning Man. It's so so much fun. But I don't I don't want to talk about that. What? Oh, I think I think I think I've made it. I don't know. I can't see my retina and my eyes are burning. 
But yeah, that yeah, I screw Russell Brand. I'm so sick of his shit. And I, did you, okay, did you read the um, allegation where one of the girls after he'd moved to LA said that he they had already had sex some prior night, and then he called her in the middle of the night or the middle of the evening. I'm not sure what it was, and she went over to his house or his apartment, and he had another. He he walked out of the bedroom butt naked. And then he said that he had another girl in bed and he was like, hey, do you want to have a threesome? She was like, no. And then there was an interaction and then she left and, you know, went to one of those crisis centers, which she should have done. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not here to talk about that. What I'm here to talk about is I wonder if he actually meant to text or call her or if he meant to call somebody else and mistakenly sent the text to the wrong person. Because I, I can speak about this because my ex, who was a cheating scumbag, and when you have a kid together, when you break up, you really don't really break up, you know, because you have a kid, so you're around each other all the time. And I guess maybe for the guy that you're broken up, but for me, I wasn't because I, I was busy raising a kid, so I couldn't go out, I couldn't date, so I was kind of like an easy target, so like I was the last person that he would call and want to come over and hook up with in the middle of the night, and what I would do is I would charge him to have sex with him. Yes, I was like, look, you're not, listen, if you're just going to come over and use me to like, for what, as your last call, you're going to pay me like, you know, and that, that's what I did. And now he, he has, he's remarried. So I, I, I'm broke. But anyways, my point is because like we were still hooking up, you know, we would text and stuff and I, I can't remember the, the, all the details, but for some odd reason he had our daughter's coat and I can't remember if I left it or if she left it or what the deal was, but I needed it one morning because I had to pick her up from school and then take her to a dentist appointment. And we were going to be outside and it was cold. And I had texted him and he's like, oh, yeah, sure. Come on over and get it. And I'm like, OK, I'm on my way. And I get there and I go to walk in and I know the code so I can put the code in and get in the house. And as I'm opening the door, he walks out of the hallway butt naked and he's like all shocked to see me. And he's like, oh, you got to go. And then I can hear a girl. He was in bed with another girl. And he told me just to come on over. And I, being a woman, I like just flipped out and I started screaming at him and I started screaming at the girl in the bedroom. And then as he was trying to drag me out, I like pushed him off of me and I ran into the kitchen and I opened the underneath the cabinet sink to get like all the cleaning supplies because that stuff is expensive. And I'm like, dude, I'm charging you to fuck me so I can afford to like, you know, raise your kid and clean the house. I'm grabbing the bleach and the, the bubbles for the shower and the Windex, everything. Tide Pods, I'm grabbing it all. And he's trying to like drag me out. And I, I, he gets me close enough to the door, but like we're fighting over the entryway. And I just dump like a pile out of the you know, on to the outside, because if I let him push me out and then I wouldn't be able to get back in and I wanted to go back in to get more toilet paper. And I did. I fought my way all the way into the spare bathroom and I got all the toilet paper. And as he was dragging me out, like right before he like shut the door, I reached it and I grabbed the last roll because charm is expensive too. So oh wait, ladies, if you ever, if a guy, when they're assholes like that, steal their stuff. Seriously. I mean, he's just lucky I didn't have enough time and a big enough car or I would have came back in for the flat screen. Okay? Because that's that that's how you you win, ladies. So whatever. I don't know. I screw Russell Brand. But anyways, that's been Comedy's Dead. So like, follow, subscribe and whatever. Sh share. Share with your friends. That's that's what we're doing here. So like, follow, subscribe and I guess I'll see you next week.